Hey, I'm Emily Duncan Wilson, and I'm the producer of Classical Sprouts. If you love this podcast as much as we do, please donate to help Sprouts continue to grow. Go to classicalsprouts.org slash donate. Thanks. Coyote is so, so excited to get his new name from the spirit chief, but he took a nap and he missed out on all the names he wanted. What's he going to do? Well, I'm here with the amazing composer, Jared Tate, to hear the music and the story of Spirit Chief Names the Animal People, today on... Classical Sprouts! Welcome to Classical Sprouts, the awesome classical music podcast for kids. I'm Kate Botello, and today we've got a fantastic guest. Chinchuk Ma, so host you for it, Jared Impachan Chanhan Tate. Impachan Chanhan Chokat Michashawi Iksa Ishton Chololili, Taloa Ikbili, Chikasha Saya, Hashlaka Sayopa, Chukmashki Yakoke. Hi, everyone. My name is Jared Impachan Chanhan Tate. I'm a citizen of the Chickasaw Nation here in Oklahoma, and I'm a professional classical composer. But first, let's start with a Quizlet question. Since the Chickasaw Nation is located in Oklahoma, our Quizlet is going to be Oklahoma-themed as well. What is the state flower of Oklahoma? What is the state flower of Oklahoma? We'll give you a hint along the way, so stick around for the end of the show, and we'll tell you the answer. Well, thank you, Jared. I'm so excited for you to meet our new friend, Jared Tate, with a wonderful composition for us to listen to. Hiya, Jared. Hello, how are you doing today? So well, thank you. Uh, Jared, you have taken stories of the Chickasaw Nation and others and turned them into classical music. That's so neat. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Absolutely. Well, it is a life passion and mission for me to develop American Indian classical composition. And it's very much like other uh, composers from the past who focus on their ethnicity and their national identity. So if you look at the Russian composers like Tchaikovsky, well, I mean, there's all these Slavic melodies all over his music. Debussy was very, very French. You know, uh, Toro Takamitsu is a very, very Japanese composer in his symphonic compositions. So there's many, many composers who have done and do what I do in bringing our, our very personal identity into classical composition. Well, we get to learn so much about you and the world, really, in this music that we're going to hear this week. I love this because it's from a very special creation myth an invention of the world before it is the way that we know it today. So the name of the story is Spirit Chief Names the Animal People. We're going to tell it in five parts. Jared, if you could please tell us part one. Well, part one is the very beginning when the spirit chief comes to the animal people and says that the human beings are about to come. And because of that, spirit chief has decided to go ahead and give the animals an opportunity to pick different names if they so choose. So he sets a time in the morning that they can come to his lodge and and stand in line and the first come first serve will pick their new names. And we learn about the nature of Coyote in the Mm -hmm. music and just who he is. Can you tell us who Coyote is and then how Mm -hmm. that's reflected in his music? 
Absolutely. Well, for Okanagan people, Coyote is a trickster character, and although a trickster can be very annoying and challenging at sometimes, tricksters are actually a very, very important part of our life lessons. So Coyote is such a trickster, and Coyote is scheming to gain a much, much more powerful name with a lot more status, and so he has targeted that he would like to be either bear, salmon, or eagle. The reason is because those are the animals that are the rulers of the different types of animals that rule the air, the water, and the land. What happens when he tries to get his new name? Well, Coyote, in his scheming ways, devises a way that he's going to stay up all night and be the first in line for the spirit chief's naming of the animal people. So he's going to dance around a fire all night. Well, his wife, Mole, is, of course, is there, and she's actually very sad because she doesn't want him to uh, to get a new name and end up not being interested in her anymore, that he'll be too good for her after that. And so she's feeling very sad about this possibility. So what she does is she stays up all night with him to make sure that he actually falls asleep just before the naming and so that he will actually sleep through the naming and end up keeping his own name. So she's actually kind of tricking him. But honestly, it's really, it's precious because it's because she loves him and she doesn't want to lose him. Oh, that's so sweet. So the trickster gets tricked, but it's love. Yes. <laughs> it's love. <laughs> so it's Spirit Chief opens up the lodge for the new naming and Coyote is fast asleep while all the animals receive their names. So who is first in line? Bear is the ruler of the four-footed people. And of course, back in that day, the animals were called animal people. And what is the nature of the leader of the four-footed people? Well, of course, Bear is really one of the strongest animals ever in the history of the earth. <laughs> and so, so Bear is definitely a very, very strong ruler and a very formidable character. So all the four-footed animals definitely listen to Bear. How is this represented in his music? Well, Bear is represented by the double bass in the orchestra. So it comes in with a very lumbering type of a tune, but to add some dimension and color and intensity to Bear, I've doubled the double bass with a piccolo. What I liked doing in the orchestration was featuring the very, very lowest of the players and the very, very highest of the players, kind of creating a very broad and powerful representation of Bear themselves. We're going to have to wait until after the break to find out about Coyote and if he's still asleep. But we'll also get a Quizlet hint, and this will give you a chance to follow us on whatever platform you're listening to this podcast. So give us a rating. If you love classical Sprouts, let us know. Okay, stick around, Sprouts. We'll see you after the break. 
Did you know you are physically adapting to all your swiping, scrolling, and tapping? We're changing our bodies and what they're able to do through our habits. NPR's Body Electric, a special interactive series investigating how to fix the relationship between our tech and our health. Listen in the TED Radio Hour feed wherever you get your podcasts. At the beginning of this episode, I asked you what the state flower of Oklahoma is. Now, here's a hint. It's very fragrant and is often associated with Valentine's Day or love, which is very sweet and lovely. But it has thorns. Any guesses? Stick around for the end of the show. We'll tell you the answer. Before the break, we met our fabulous guest, Jared Tate, the composer of the piece we're listening to today. The spirit chief names the animal people. Our friend Coyote was asleep during the naming ceremony, so let's get back to Jared and the music to find out what happens next. So far now, we've had Coyote. He wants a new name. He has Mm -hmm. slept through already... The first naming, which has gone to Bear, who's become yes. the mighty chief of the four-legged animal people. What animal is next? Is Coyote awake? What happens next? Well, Coyote is still fast asleep while the second most powerful creature gets their name, and that is Salmon, who is the ruler of the swimming people. Well, salmon is represented by a what I consider a salmon theme. It's a very flip-floppy theme that is in the bassoons and the flute. And it goes... So I wanted something that sounded very much like a swimming fish. Now, one thing that's really cool is that woodwinds have that kind of diversity, and so woodwinds are very known for bringing out uh, uh, kind of sprite character aspects like that throughout all kinds of music that's composed throughout history. So I just took full advantage of the bassoons and the flute and their nimble abilities in their instruments. We're on pins and needles. Coyote's still sleeping, and now Salmon has been named chief of all the fish, and we heard this wonderful floppy swimming music. Who's next? Does Coyote go yet? Is it his turn yet? Well, not not yet. Coyote is still asleep. Oh, <laughs> oh man. <laughs> so our next is, is the ruler of the air of the birds, and that, of course, would be Eagle. So in this music, I have chosen very much a brass feature. Uh, they, and of course, the brass starts with a very, very pensive and thoughtful theme that eventually takes full flight and gives the eagle a very, very grandiose launch into the air, of course.
And what is it about the eagle that makes him chief? Well, eagle can see over everything in the world. And so the eagle is actually very much like a protector of all of the other animals. chiefs okay so we had eagle eagle's the chief of all the the birds in the sky and we have salmon the chief of everything that swims and bear the chief of everybody on four legs but what about poor coyote what's going on with him well coyote finally wakes up from his slumber he thinks he just fell asleep for about five minutes but he actually slept through all the naming but unawares he goes to the spirit chief's lodge and he just comes in very very proud and starts listing the animals that he wants to be named but one by one, unfortunately, the chief tells him, I'm sorry, but those names have been taken. So to Coyote's dismay, Coyote has to take the last name that's left over, and that is the name of Coyote. Oh. Really? <laughs> Man, how's he feel about that? <laughs> well, in fact, the spirit chief is so impressed by him thinking for himself and his determination that he actually reverses the poll. So while of, of the importance of the animals, and so while Coyote is still Coyote, he is in charge of cleaning up the world. Cleaning up the world? Yes. Like how? <laughs> I don't know. That's to be determined. Okay. <laughs> but Coyote actually, he, he becomes the chief of very, very important projects that, he, that are yet to be revealed to him in the future. Well, that's very mysterious mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. kind of perfect for a trickster, I would say. I, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the end of our story. Is there anything in the music we should be listening for? Well, we just basically have a recap of Coyote's theme. But what we do is, is through the whole story, at the very beginning, it just sounds kind of like a trickster theme. But at the very end, it's meant to now be heard as a heroic theme. Oh, that's neat. Oh, Jared Tate, what a pleasure. Thank you so much. This has been wonderful. Hashlaka asayopa, chipisilacho. Sprouts, at the beginning of this episode, I asked you what the state flower of Oklahoma is, and I gave you the hints that it's very fragrant, it's often given as a gift around Valentine's Day, and that it has thorns. I'll give you another hint. It is also edible. You think you know? Well, here's the answer. It is... Desk roll, please. The rose. Specifically, the Oklahoma rose, which is a special hybrid variety of rose that grows in Oklahoma. Oh. 
Alrighty, Sprouts, thanks so much for hanging out with our new friend Jared and Coyote with me today. We've got some more fun facts about Jared Tate, his other compositions, and more on our website at classicalsprouts.org. So be sure to check us out there and follow us on Instagram at Classical Sprouts. We share things there that we don't cover on the podcast, so make sure to check it out. This episode of Classical Sprouts was written and produced by Emily Duncan Wilson with support from Amanda Sewell. I'm Kate Botello. Thanks again to Jared Tate at Coyote. Fare thee well. And if you're taking a nap, don't forget to set your alarm. Interlocking Public Radio.